With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Our operation is small, but there's a lot of potential for aggressive expansion. So which of you fine gentlemen would like to join our team? Oh, there's only one spot open right now, so we're going to have tryouts. This is the Dynasty Warzone, the People's Dynasty Podcast, and here are your hosts, Memphis at DFF Memphis and Jerry at Jerry Sin DFF. Hey guys, Nick Burnett here. Just wanted to kind of give some information on why I joined the Patreon, why I'm part of the Dynasty Warzone uh, team downloaded the dynasty Warzone podcast it took one day joined the patreon reached out to memphis about a situation with one of my rosters and the kind of feedback i got was hey nick why don't you give me a call uh we went down my roster and he helped me pull off a couple moves that put me ahead when i thought i was gonna be in rebuild mode this year and that's just part of what comes with the patreon uh, just tr- uh, trade talks, just good interaction with guys that love fantasy football. Uh, whether it's 10 o'clock at night or 3 o'clock in the morning, there's always going to be fantasy football talk, whether it's redraft, whether it's dynasty. I joined a couple leagues with the Patreon members, and it's the same thing. Even in, even while we're drafting, we're still shooting ideas at each other. And if that sounds like something that you want to be a part of, pause the podcast now join the patreon and join uh join a great fantasy football group but more like a fantasy football family what's happening everybody happy wednesday and welcome to the dynasty war zone the people's dynasty podcast and tonight we have brought you a little distraction from the chaos of the world at least the world that is here in the united states little something going on maybe you've heard it's the presidential election, the, the national election. But tonight, me and my co-host, we're going to bring you the 2020 dynasty elections. We have several polls for you. This is the election for the people, by the people. But without any further ado, let me introduce the best running mate in all of fantasy football, in all of dynasty broadcasting. He is Jerry Sinclair. He is the man of the hour, and he is the man with the power jerry what is up my friend listen i can promise i'm at least better than anyone you filled out a little circle on today when you went to the polls i can tell you that not that that's saying much but that's it i've at least got that going for me how are you doing my my good man good i got my uh civic duty out of the way about two weeks ago and took about 45 minutes i've got a buddy his name is daryl and he lives here just north of Indy as well. He waited three hours to vote today. Now, luckily, the weather here in Indiana cooperated. Very kind of it to be in the mid-60s and sunny. Uh, but enough about that. We uh, we are an apolitical show, and we have shared beliefs in the past. It's as long as you voted. I don't care if you voted like me or I voted like you, as long as you voted and you exercised your right to do so. And if you're listening from around the globe, the uh, Australian market is huge for us. Uh, certain parts of Europe, especially Ireland and Britain. Uh, thank you guys. And I apologize on behalf of all Americans. I'm sure, Jerry, you're in there as well. Yeah. <laughs> and listen, I'm just going to apologize because I don't do my accents enough. I know that's really what Please. you guys come in and listen for. Uh, I'm sorry that I don't do that enough. Jerry, so you know back in the day I was a big pro wrestling fan, right? Yeah. And and in pro wrestling, when someone does something horrible that just made it impossible for a promotion to go back, they called it Kellen the Town. 
And right now, you if you if you do an Australian accent or a British accent, you would be killing those towns for us. You just you just kill them. But then again, you do reside in the murder mitten. Listen, my my British and my Australian accent are both the same thing. They always end up sounding the exact same. I, I, they might be the same people. That's Americans just being dumb and not knowing any better. You know, I I think I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna head to Australia if this if this whole thing this uh this whole thing goes horrible. Like I'm just gonna jump on. I'm gonna go bunk with uh, AJ and G down there in Melbourne and just uh, apply for Australian. See, see, you're built for that though. I feel like G would have me, you know, chopping wood and like clearing pastures and whatever else they have in Australia, eating tarantulas. I'm not built for that life. He's, he's far manlier than everything, anything I could even imagine. And he I feel like he a, would do it just to mess with me. He lives in an area more urban than where you live. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. okay. You, you make it sound like he lives in the outback or something, but maybe that's where I'm heading, but we're going to, we're going to jump into the show. Uh, as promised, we're going to keep the intro super short now that, the other shows are up online. So this past Monday, we had a Devi War Zone. The, the Devi crew did a great job prepping us with about six quarterbacks that could go in round one of the NFL draft. And that would be a quite something that was available on YouTube. Then we had some Dynasty Table Talk with Maddie. Um, we bumped the injury report to Friday. Obviously, here's your Dynasty War Zone. About be back with some fabulous big bets and... Uh, I'll be hitting you up with some more props. Had a had a very interesting prop week, but we'll recap all those shows later on. All that I ask is for five stars. And by the way, uh, thank you for the kind words of of the new reviews and people who like the new shows and people who like the trades. Again, we want to cover your trade like we did last week for a follower of Christ Joe. We want to cover your trade. So just go to iTunes or wherever you can review this podcast and leave us a five star. And we're going to be continuing to crank up the content now and in the off season. So you want to subscribe, you want to subscribe on podcast. You want to subscribe on YouTube, check out all the smooth graphics that our man, Batty Big Chest has done for us. And we'll, uh, we'll get going. If you want to follow us on Twitter, the show is uh, available on Instagram and Twitter at dynasty Warzone. And Jerry, you are at Jerry sin DWZ. I am at DWZ Memphis. And if you do not go near social media, probably not a bad time to avoid social media. If you know, <laughs> if you know what I'm saying, true. shoot us an email, dynastywarzone at gmail.com. It's, it's really that simple. And Jerry, before we get into this, you are, you're probably not prepared for, for this next question, but what in the hell is going on with trading card Twitter? When did dynasty Twitter become trading card Twitter? Dude, I saw you tweet that the other day and I, I didn't realize it was becoming a thing, but it is. I don't know. I mean, when I was a kid, I had them, and I actually still have them. I don't look at them or care. I would literally give them away to somebody because I, I couldn't care less about it, but it's it's blown up. I guess it's cool. I don't know. I haven't watched it. Hey, have you watched it? Like, what what is it? You're just opening packs, and you're just looking and seeing what you got? From from what I can tell, it's just like they they have like bits of jerseys and autograph cards and all kinds of randomness that are got everybody in a tizzy for for lack of a better term. But man, if it brings people closer to football and they're having fun, here's the thing: if you're enjoying yourself, if you're having a good time, have a good time as long as it as long as it's not illegal, immoral, or against the law. And even if it is, just don't include me. I'm, I'm way too old to go to jail. Depending what it is. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm way too old to go to jail. But man, if you're into cards and you enjoy that, man, shoot, shoot me a, shoot me a Twitter DM at DWZ Memphis or shoot me an email, Dynasty Warzone at Gmail. I'd love to know what the haps is. Uh, I know that I saw Ryan McDowell of the DLF and everything else fantasy football related. And he posted a picture of him at Target with a shopping cart full. So today. A full. Yeah, and 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 I stopped by uh, the Target today because the the wife needed me to pick up some stuff for dinner. So I just happened to cruise by the trading card aisle. Sure enough, man, anything related to football wiped out. So good for you if if you're into this new hobby of chasing uh, football cards. Our boy Tyler Gunther, uh, obviously we're we're super good buddies with Tyler over at the Dynasty Happy Hour. He's big into it. I know Ray GQ has been tweeting about it. Man, I've got to figure out what's going on. Even though I'm not going to be collecting cards, I like to know what's going on in the football community. Can we agree to that, Jerry? Yeah. I mean, listen, I watch people play video games 
on Twitch all the time. So I can't, I have no room to make fun of anybody doing anything. I once heard it said by a a guy who hosts a a workout, a fitness podcast. He's like, being a nerd is not what you're into. It's how you're into it. So we're all nerds about something. We're dynasty. Well, we, we're, we're into dynasty here at the dynasty war zone. So we're going to, we're going to shuffle that way. Uh, so this first round of voting. So Jerry and I, we're going to give you some, uh, the people's, the poll, and I'm, I'm going to let Jerry vote and then I'm going to vote. We're going to see if we have some consensus. Or if I have to use my line item veto power. But this first, this first set of polls is going to be brought to you guys by Viridian Global. That's our official apparel provider of Dynasty Warzone merch. And hey, what do you know? It's November 3rd as we're live on YouTube. And if you're looking for shirts that have that NFL salute to service flavor, but you feel better about, um, you know, helping out us and veteran charities, then check them out, man. All you got to do is go to Viridian Global. That's V-E-R-I-D-I-A-N, VeridianGlobal.com. And you can check out our stuff, the Dynasty Happy Hour stuff, the Goat District. And then they have like player-specific tees. The one that's going to pan out because A, he's healthy, and B, he's producing, is going to be the James Robinson. And on the back, it says League Winner. Um, we've got our, our buddy, Matt, he's our graphics guru and the host of dynasty table talk. He has the Hawkamania. I do not know Jerry living in the murder mitten, Detroit rock city. How, how many of the Hawkinson shirts have you seen on the mean streets of Detroit? Everywhere. I, I, I would say out of all of the people that voted, I think more people have the Hawkinson shirts and if not, then they should. And they're damn wrong for not doing it. Cause Matt does good stuff. I mean, I, uh, I know he's our guy, but he's the dude's good. The dude's good. And he is a, a fierce rival of mine in just about every league. So it actually hurts my soul a little to give him any sort of credit. But kid does good stuff. Definitely look into it. All you got to do is follow him at Matty, Matty Big Chess, and he, he lets you know about everything he's doing. Uh, the Hawkamania shirt, man, it is running wild. But you can check that out. The, the big one is the Salute the Service uh, shirt with all the uh, profits and proceeds being donated to a couple of military charities. Uh, one of those charities has asked us to kind of keep that behind the scenes. If you want to know who that is, uh, you can DM me. Again, I, I mentioned my Twitter handle earlier, or you can email the show. I will send that to you. I'll tell you part of it will uh, potentially go to uh, some assembly required. That is an adaptive athlete, ex-veterans uh, that have been uh, injured and came back and now they are adaptive athletes strength athletes and that's kind of something that i'm into so that's near and dear to my heart so check them out viridian global all kinds of good stuff over there uh merch providers deluxe so jerry in in, in the in the, the 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 world is going on we have a lot of voting going on so i'm, I'm going to give you this first poll are you ready yep all right jerry you're you're in the dynasty you're in the dynasty election uh, booth, you're, you're looking over your ballot. Your your first election ballot says the People's Dynasty Rookie of the Year. Jerry, your your options are Joe Burrow, quarterback, Cincinnati Bengals; Justin Herbert, quarterback, Los Angeles Chargers; Justin Jefferson, wide receiver, Minnesota Vikings; James Robinson, running back, Jacksonville Jaguars. Or Jerry, do you want to do? A write-in candidate. So, so there you go. Those are your choices, or you can do a write-in. Write-ins are often a struggle to win, but I'm going to let you uh, take first crack at this. The only time I like to ever do a write-in is when there is no one else running and the person is unopposed, and I write in myself, like I did for mayor of Milan, Michigan, in this past election. Um, so I got one vote. That's the good news. So I'm not going to go that route. It's funny of all the names that we say because. Uh, if this was three months ago and there's no Swift and there's no Clyde Edwards Hilaire and there's no Jonathan Taylor and there's no Cam Akers and there's no CD Lamb and there's no Jerry Judy, how hysterical is that, Randy? I, I think if I was going to go with any of them, though, I think I'm going to go with your boy just because he's been consistently good. I, it, I mean, a position person is always sexy to go with. And if I were going to go that route, I would go Justin Jefferson just because he's shown big play ability, high productivity. But Justin Herbert has just come into this league and look like he's going to be a QB one. I Going forward, I don't know why you wouldn't want to trust him. He seems like 
the exact sort of situation that you want building around your team. If you can pair him with a mobile quarterback, I, I think you're going to be winning championships two, three times in the next five, six, seven years, just because you're going to have that high upside guy in that. And then you're going to have a 300, 400 yard passing consistent guy like Justin Herbert. I'm going to go Justin Herbert. And I think that is hilarious because I was not exactly his best friend coming out. Dude's been good. What do you want me to say? Well, I want you to say that we have officially elected 2020's Rookie of the Year uh, for the Dynasty Warzone, the People's Dynasty Podcast. We are going in lockstep. We are going with Justin Herbert. Um, it's a super flex world. If you still play in one QB, then I will certainly hear you for Justin Jefferson. We could certainly mix in some of the other names, uh, DeAndre Swift. Uh, I don't think Jonathan Taylor's dead. We actually covered quite a bit of that on the Patreon show mm-hmm. that dropped on Tuesday night in the Dynasty Masterclass uh, with special guest Mike Casper. And I-, I could see that in a one QB league, but with more and more people transitioning to Superflex, it-, it has to be Justin Herbert. How strong has Justin Herbert been? Well, he's played two less games. So he didn't play in game one, found out the last minute he was starting in game two. Plus, he's had a bye. So he has played two full games less than Joe Burrow. And in your your standard scoring, 25 yards gets you a point, four-point passing touchdown. He has scored exactly 2.8 less points on the season than Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow's averaging 18.7 points in that format a game. Herbert, 24.5 points per game. If you go on a points-per-game basis, he is the QB9. And, man, is he in big-time, big-time company. I mean, it's literally, and I, I am switching this from all positions to just quarterbacks. If you go just quarterbacks, he is currently the fifth-highest scoring quarterback on a per, points-per-game basis. It's Russ, it's Kyler, it's Dak, it's Mahomes, it's Justin Herbert. Behind him, you have Rodgers, Allen, Watson, uh, Brady, Lamar, uh, th- this kid is the real deal. And man, he has seen, has seen some legitimate defenses. He, he saw the Buccaneers. He saw the Chiefs and the, these defenses have gotten, you know, better or worse in some cases. But the, the kid looks to have the goods. He is the one thing. And I covered this briefly on the Patreon podcast with Mike. I, I feel bad because I let Dynasty Twitter and the, the, the dynasty snobs is what I really call them. They talked me off this man. I was Tyler Gunther and I, we, we've had this conversation and, and Tyler, I hope you don't mind me sharing it here live on the show. We, he and I had this conversation. We, we let people talk us off the Justin, off the Justin Herbert bandwagon. We believed, we believed in 43 college games. We believed in, um, a guy who had a, uh, a, from what, from what I've read and saw at the senior bowl, who had like a magnetism around him with other players. He was a super smart Well, I guess he, he he didn't get dumb when he got to the pros. He's a super smart kid. He was an academic All-American in chemistry. You know, it just really had all the tools, and now he's balling his brains out. So, Jerry, we are in agreement, my friend. That is our 2020 elected Rookie of the Year for our podcast. Are you ready to go to the next ballot? Yes, sir. All right, on this next ballot, we are going to go with the People's Dynasty QB1 overall. Now, this one right here is probably going to be a little divisive. I don't know. Um, But here are your candidates. You have Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, Kyler Murray, Russell Wilson, or a right-end candidate. I feel like everything tells me to take Patrick Mahomes with this. I, I'm not taking Lamar Jackson. I don't think you are either. Russell Wilson's awesome. He has a real chance to be the MVP, but his age suggests that he's not in this category either. And that leaves me with Kyler and Patrick Mahomes. Now, you know I'm a Kyler guy. I know you're not a Kyler guy. The rushing is just there. The touchdowns have been there. I mean, the guy has scored a rushing touchdown every single game except for one. He's 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 passing it pretty well now that he's got DeAndre Hopkins there. He's I mean, he's cracked over 250 yards. Let's see. One, two, three, four times so far this year out of seven games. They've already had the bye. 
I think I'm going to go with Kyler Murray. Um, I'm assuming you are not going to go that route, so we can talk both ways. I don't exactly love that situation. I feel like they're going to either rely on Chase Edmonds. The good news is I finally, finally get to see my man Chase Edmonds in that offense without bum-ass Kenyon Drake there, which I am extremely excited for. So if he is horrible, that will just be 2020 in a nutshell for Jared Jer. But I would like to see him with a good pass catching back. I would like to see him rocking and rolling with DeAndre Hopkins still, who's had like five out of the seven games with 100 yards, just slinging his PP all around the field like he's the only one out there. I still don't love Cliff Kingsbury. He runs a good enough offense so that he can be productive. Kyler Murray is a dude that can just do everything. Um, there is a little bit of the letdown in the sense that Lamar Jackson sort of did the same exact thing last year. And once defenses start to figure him out and they are in a division that has good defenses. Um, Patrick Mahomes is just freaking good and he's easy. And I'm guessing that's who you're going to take. So I'm going to let you take him. Kyler's my dude. Kyler was my dude coming in. I had him. I mean, I had him behind Dak. I think Dak is in consideration for this too. If we knew he was going to be on the Cowboys next year, which I do think he is. I don't know if you are in on that or not. CD lamb, Amari Cooper. We'll see if Michael Gallup wants to become a thing. He was a little bit this past week with Gucci Danucci, but I think he is in the conversation also, but I'm going to go with Kyler Murray. He's super young. He's shown he can do everything you need him to, and he's just fun to watch. Randy, tell me I'm stupid. Tell me your guy. Well, I, I've always got the the time to tell you that you're stupid, but yep. I, Don't say I, it. You're not going to agree. I, 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 I really, I really want to say Kyler Murray. So this is almost like a midterm election. This was just a fun topic that popped into my head since we always record on Tuesdays and it happened to be election day. And I thought, you know, it's kind of uh, cheeky and cliche, but like, what the hell? Let's do an election based show just just for for shits and grins. And I want to, man, but I could tell you that right now I'm still going to stick with my man, Patrick Mahomes. You talked about walking out and dropping your junk on the field and hanging five tutties on somebody. But here's why I lean Kyler. I'm going to say my homes, but I'm going to tell you all the reasons why I'm leaning Kyler. Are you ready? Yep. They that that front office and organization, for as long as I can remember, have shown no real propensity to put a good defense on the field. Okay, so there's number one. Um, they play in a def in a in, a, in a, a division where offense is going to be at a premium. We saw the game against the Seahawks. We saw the game against the Niners. We know the game against the Rams are going to be shootouts. I agree that Cliff Kingsbury may not be the best head coach, but the one thing about Chris, Cliff Kingsbury is he knows enough that he basically gave up on Josh Rosen about nine games in. He said, I want this dude. I, I, I wanted this dude in college. This is the dude. And he was smart enough to go get Kyler Murray. They've already added DeAndre Hopkins. They've extended him with a big old contract. You know that, you know, this team is going to continue to put pieces around him and he's on a rookie deal. This is on year two. He'll have a couple of more years. They can pick up the fifth year option on him. And the one thing that I have to give him credit for, for a guy who is a mobile quarterback, he is completing 67. I'm rounding up. He's, he's completed 67% of his passes on the season. That, that's big boy numbers in, in, in a day and age where I think currently nine or 10 guys are completing 70%. Of, of their passes right now, that's perfect. And then he's going to chip in. He's like currently on pace for like 997 rushing yards, and he's got seven rushing TDs. Patrick Mahomes is averaging about 30, 33 yards a game over his last 10 games. How do I know that? Because I lost a prop bet involving Patrick Mahomes and in his, in his rushing yards. Thanks a lot, Patrick. But Kyler Murray's averaging double that. And he's averaging a rushing touchdown a game. He's played seven games. He's scored seven rushing touchdowns. So if you told me that at the end of the year that I said this was Kyler right now, this is going to be a split vote. I'm still going to go with the incumbent. I'm still going to go with the the, the man who held this, this seat coming into the season. But the 102 has been decided. His passing acumen has moved him ahead of Lamar Jackson for me in a startup. And if you took him in the first five picks of a super flex startup. I am not mad at you, Jerry. Was that the answer you were expecting from me? Absolutely not. 
if I, this is why I don't bet on sports and I just listened to you talk about it, uh, I would have lost money on that one. But uh, to your credit, we've sort of both done that. I was not Justin Herbert's biggest fan. I picked him to be my rookie of the year. You were sort of a Kyler pessimist. And here we are talking about QB 101. I'm 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 not even ashamed of of my take currently. Uh, again, right now we're calling this the midterm election because we're coming right up on week nine. We're at the exact midpoint of the NFL season in a 17 week regular season, but it's a hell of a lot of fun to have these conversations. So, Jerry, we we have we have four more of these of these uh, discussions to have. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna take a quick break and talk to you about the Patreon. It's like the floodgates have opened over at patreon.com forward slash dynasty war zone. And, you know, we offer as part of being a Patreon, we offer one on one custom, you know, lineup help advice. I have, uh, I've done calls. Uh, I, I've, I've turned my commute, uh, home from work in the evening into time with, uh, Patreons helping them with their roster construction, or whatever. Um, I recently hosted, a Patreon event with our Patreons called the Patreon Parking Lot Party, where we all jumped on a, a video chat and we just hung out. We we took that dead Thursday night that got kind of funky because of uh, the coronavirus. And we, we've had a lot of fun. But, you know, all that being said, all those fun things that we do in the Patreon, everybody, the first minute that they I get the Patreon alert that they've joined. Hey, how do I get in the group chat? Hey, man, you need any help? Hey, here's how you can get. That's cool. How do I get in the group chat? How do I get in the group chat? How do I get in the group chat? And dude, the, the group chat is great. Um, I, I love what's going on. Uh, I was a little concerned with uh, everything, you know, with, with so many new people and so many new voices and so many new opinions. But Jerry, they're killing it. And uh, th- th- they get you rocking in there. They've been doing some mock drafts. And uh, what, what have you been doing in the Patreon? Well, uh, before we started recording, I'm actually in the middle of writing a paper for a class, and uh, I will let you know that I am only like two or three pages into that paper, and I am behind on 183 messages in that chat. So to say that uh, it's going, I mean, that's an understatement. We're not just saying that to... Yeah, I, and listen, if you want me to take a screenshot of my phone right now where you could see 183 as the tag, I promise you it's there. Uh, this is not I, just I have talk. to mute it. I have to mute it when we're live because if not, my phone lights up the entire time. And if you want to see what it's about, it, it's it's not a huge expenditure. It's patreon.com forward slash dynasty war zone. Uh, out of all the new people we brought in, I, I, I wouldn't dare mention the names because I would forget someone and I would feel horrible. But I have yet to say have someone say this is not what you told me it was everybody's had a great time. Everybody is, it's, it's just awesome. So if you want to know again, patreon.com forward slash dynasty war zone, and you can find out what we've got going on in the Patreon. All right, Jerry, here is our third of six polls. Are you ready? I, I think. All right. We want to know who is the people's dynasty running back one Oh one. Okay. We're going the most polarizing. Absolutely. Th- th- this is your battleground state. This is like your Pennsylvania. Here is right. Christian McCaffrey, Alvin Kamara, Ezekiel Elliott. Yes, he's not dead yet. <laughs> and Saquon Barkley. Or do you have a write-in candidate? You know, early in the season, I think some of the uh, the the steam is uh, off this guy. But, you know, they're talking about Clyde Edwards-Hilaire being in here. Um, Jerry, those are your options, and you have the write-in option. What do you have for us? Do you think there's any write-in options that that could go in here? Like, I, I think Delvin Cook, who has gone bananas, he at least went unbelievably bananas this past week, could possibly be mentioned. I mean, I, I think there's a guy that stands out alone, but is there anybody, like, outside of these four guys that you really think has a shot at it? Uh, I mean, the fact that we're not mentioning James Robinson. No, I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. If you're listening to this, I'm kidding. I love James Robinson. I, I would have to agree with Dalvin Cook. At the end of the day, it's, uh, it's all about points per game in your roster. And, and, and I would also, you know, not bat an eye if you wanted to consider Aaron Jones a little bit higher. So, okay. He, so here are the running backs currently in PPR, averaging 20 points a game. You've got Alvin Kamara who's averaging right at 28, Dalvin Cook, who's averaging 27 right at, 
Christian McCaffrey, 26 and a half. Aaron Jones, 23. Derrick Henry, 20 and a half. End of list. Now, I can't do Derrick Henry. I, I couldn't write him in because he just does not have enough PPR floor. And I, I'm a big believer in what – there's a technical term for it. My buddy Addison Hayes at Amaze underscore Hayes, he, he knows the term for this. I'm a big believer in Olympic scoring. That's where you throw out the best score, you throw out the worst score, and you just take the average of, of the rest. And Derrick Henry, when he's, you know, he had it like an eight point game, he had a 40 point game. He's great. He's right around 19 points a game. Uh, Jerry, I never got your official. Do you want me to go first this time? No, if you want, I, I have my guy, and I, I don't think it's close. It's Christian, so McCaff- it's, it's Christian McCaffrey. He, here's the thing he is making, and Jerry, I know you love this term, so I have to shoehorn it in every single podcast. He is making a crumb bum and a shoe clerk like Mike Davis look like a real thing. Who is he? That's that's offensive coordinator uh, Joe Brady and head coach Matt Rule. If you, if you look at just RBs on the season, uh, Mike Davis is currently 18th in points per game. He's putting up 15 points per game in this offense, and the man is currently a running back one. He is the current RB8 on the season. What do we think Christian McCaffrey is going to do when he gets back in this offense? Oh, and and here's the scary part, scary in a good way. If you own McCaffrey, if you own DJ Moore, if you own Robbie Anderson, they've only just begun. You know, this is a very young team. This is a growing team. I used to have concerns about Teddy B., but for me, man, this is easy. This is still Christian McCaffrey. Uh, if I had to rank these guys for you, it would be Christian McCaffrey, Alvin Kamara, Saquon Barkley, and then Zeke wouldn't be in my top four. Um, I, I think I just put him in there out of uh, out of old habit. So I'm going to throw this one back to you. I am going Christian McCaffrey. Uh, I might surprise you a little bit with uh, with his VP being Alvin Kamara. But who who do you have on this list? I those are those are my president and VP as well. Uh, Christian McCaffrey is young. He's good. He does everything you want. Everything you said about Mike Davis being good. What, how do you think that's going to translate for Christian effing McCaffrey? That's just what the dude does. He's won you leagues for the last two years. He's going to continue doing it. The only reason anybody wouldn't have him in here is because you haven't seen him play football recently. The man's unstoppable. Alvin Kamara is having that season where this is his year. And that's good. I'm just a little bit worried what that offense is going to look like. That is a it's a volatile situation. I would still have him at two. <sighs> I think it gets a little tougher. Now I am a little higher on Derrick Henry only because the contract is already there. He is already set. He is not going anywhere. And the dude is one of the most fun players to watch play football because he embarrasses giant human beings. These are NFL defensemen that look just silly, just silly trying to tackle that man. And I find it highly enjoyable. So I'm not putting him at three. I would still put Saquon there. I think Dalvin Cook's four. I think Derrick Henry's five. And then I think Zeke is six. I am... I don't want to say I'm overreacting to the past three games where he has struggled without Dak. I don't know. I just I, I think the other guys are set up well. So I'm going to say Christian McCaffrey pretty easy. I think it's Alvin Kamara. And then I think you're just taking Saquon at three sort of out of habit. And I don't know if I that's think a lazy I, take or or it's just, just age maybe. I think you but feel it, obligated. I think, I think you feel obligated to take like Saquon. I, I, don't feel, I don't feel good doing it. Like I don't think it's a certainty. Like if Saquon Barkley was six – like, I, I'm not going to be mad at somebody either. And I know there's someone out there that's listening in their car right now that is screeching their tires as they're trying to pull over because they can't breathe that I just said that. But I really – I don't think it's egregious to say that about the dude. I mean, if he had a different name in all the same situations that you're looking at, I don't think that would be crazy. Well, we, we once again, we have a unanimous, we have elected the RB1 overall in a startup. He is Mr. Christian McCaffrey. It really stinks that, you know, he got hurt this year because he is so good for the game. Now, this next one, I, I really, really expect a, a little pushback from you. We're probably going to argue a little bit. Uh, I, I And I threw in a hot young candidate who has set the world ablaze. We are going to talk about the People's Dynasty 
wide receiver one. Are you ready? I am as ready as I can be. Perfect. Let's talk about candidate number one, Devontae Adams. Candidate number two, Michael Thomas. Candidate number three, Tyreek Hill. Candidate number four, D.K. Metcalf. Yep, that's right. Or, Jerry, you can do a write-in. Uh, I didn't put in DeAndre Hopkins. It was between DeAndre and D.K. And with D.K. being so young and so on fire, I had to put D.K. in here for uh, for the kids. And uh, for the kids. But I think it's justified. I don't know. I, I Honestly, I think wide receiver is the toughest. Aaron Rodgers looks like he's not done. And they also have absolutely no desire whatsoever to help him out in any way, shape, or form. They 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 flirted with Will Fuller a little bit. And then just like the draft, they decided that they didn't actually want to help the man out at all. So that's what they do. Uh, so he could he could be in there. Michael Thomas. Listen, dude's coming off the record-breaking season. This sort of falls back on that Saint situation. I don't know what it's going to look like, and we'll see if Michael Slant Thomas can handle it once Breeze is gone, and who knows what's going on. He's getting up there a little bit. Tyreek Hill is a guy that I would probably go with just because he is tied to Patrick Mahomes, and for all of the reasons we mentioned earlier about how good Patrick Mahomes just happens to be, surprise, surprise, he's tied to Tyreek Hill. And if there's one thing Tyreek does, that dude just finds the end zone. Every single time, you know, I I got a lot of leagues. You got a lot of leagues. Everybody that's in here has got a lot of leagues. I have to play Tyreek Hill in a meaningful matchup every single damn week. And every single time I watch the Kansas City Chiefs play, I look up as Tyreek Hill scoring a touchdown on me. Every damn time. DK's good. DK's young. I'm not ready to do it yet. I think I'm going to go with Tyreek Hill and... I, the the red flags that have been there have not been around lately, so I don't really want to hear about them. The dude is tied to the Kansas City Chiefs. He's tied to Patrick Mahomes, and he's just effing good. Well, DK, this, this this is a surprise, but but we have a, a unanimous. There we go. We, 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 and here's the thing: a, a, a case can be made for DK, though. So hundred percent. It can. No, it's it's good. It's it's you're hundred percent correct because. Age has to play a factor in dynasty. And Tyreek Hill is only 26. He's coming into his super prime. He's about four years older than DK Metcalf. But so are, are you prepared for the, the list of the wide receivers with the most 40 yard touchdown passes in their career? Are you ready? Yep. Go ahead. There's a tie. First guy, Hall of Famer. Maybe you heard of him. We share a first name. Randy Moss. The good. other one, Tyreek Hill. He's 26 years old. He's attached to Patrick Mahomes. And yeah, there's going to be some decisions made in the next couple of years as it relates to the players around Patrick Mahomes. But I just don't know how you get away from him. I like how you brought up the the lack of personal issues. It seems like there was a, a, another party that contributed to that. I'm not saying he was uh, innocent by any means. But it seems like that part of his life has been squared away. And I'm just going to focus on football. He's a hell of a football player. Yep. And not that being attached to Russell Wilson is a bad thing. But I also know that with Tyreek Hill, yeah, um, he, he could disappear. But I, I know that Tyler Lockett's still in, still in Seattle. So maybe next year, maybe the year after, it, it will be clearly DK. I will. I'm going to do it publicly right now. I, I did it on the Patreon with Mike this week. I'm taking my L on DK Metcalf. Very similar to and and guys, remember this, guys and ladies who are listening to this Dynasty Warzone. Before we get into the next poll, I want to remind everybody of one thing. You're going to start hearing a lot of names. That is the 101. It's Travis Etienne. It's Najee Harris. It's Trevor Lawrence. It's um, Jamar Chase. You know, you're going to hear these names. Trust what you hear. You know, there's a guy, we talked about him earlier, named Dalvin Cook, who in it, for an entire football season, I heard that this guy was going to be the RB1 in Dynasty. And then here comes this young man named Leonard Fournette. 
And then here came this guy named Joe Mixon. And I'll give you the guy named Christian McCaffrey because that one ended up being right. And Dalvin Cook went from being the, the RB1 that year to like the RB3 to 5, depending on your league. Same thing happened this year with DeAndre Swift. Same thing happened to me with Justin Herbert. Trust your process. Don't let the world of Twitter or social media push you off of a guy that you believe to be good. What are you going to say, Jay? Combine. Or, or the com- not, or, or the combine. the combine. Don't let the senior bowl. Don't Free let agency. the shrine bowl. Yeah. Don't let anything push you off of it. Now, that's not to say that you can't also add in value in Jonathan Taylor's combine. It does not mean that you cannot add in value to Clyde Edwards Hilaire's landing spot. Elaire, you 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 have to take those things into account because it's new information. But until you're, you you need to move off and don't overreact is what we're saying because that's that's how we wound up here and that's how I wound up uh, off DK Metcalf. I really liked him coming out of college. He had a horrible combine. He got beat up a little bit on Dynasty Twitter. Um, there was criticism of his feel of, of of his tape, of his feel for the game. He only ran two routes. You know, I heard once heard it said about Mike Tyson. He only had three punches. You know what? That's all he needed, and they all hurt like hell. <laughs> So, so D- D- DK only runs a couple of routes, but I see a guy who's improving on his craft. Yeah, cir- circle back to to me and Jerry in a year from now, and he he may leapfrog Tyreek Hill, but absolutely they 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 have got a good. So right now it's close. I would I would put DK as my two, and then and then I've got to hear you out on guys like uh, AJ Brown, CD Lamb. I was very impressed with what I saw. You can't hold the non dat games against him. But yeah. I do this to illustrate you can't cling to these to these I don't call them old Jesus one's 27 and and the other one's 28 or, or soon to be 28 and they're, they're not old and they have a ton of years left but this is dynasty but then again that's a conversation we'll have another time so we, Jerry I have two more I have two more of these for you before we uh, we take this one in but this uh, this third and final segment is brought to you by our friends at hate brand goods. You know what pairs really well with new Dynasty Warzone merch, like the Salute to Service merch? Hate brand joggers. I'm wearing mine right now. They are my favorite. Um, now I've turned a pair into pajamas, basically. Now I'm I'm still too I'm old, but I'm still too young to actually wear like pajamas, like that matching old man set, th- those flannel gimmicks. I'm still a pair of sweatpants and a t-shirt guy. I also wear this stuff to the gym. And you, you got to check out the UMSO podcast. That's U-M-S-O. If you're looking to get your mind off of politics, you need a break from football for a minute and check out Matt and his message over at his podcast. All the stuff is great. Check it out. It's uh, go to the, that's T-H-E-H-V-I-I-I.com. That's the H-V-I-I-I.com. And use promo code Memphis at checkout to save money. I mean, they've got the famous kick today in the dick mug and a water bottle as uh, seen last week on the fabulous big bet with dr kyle and just a good overall company to support man it's like shopping local you're helping the little guy you're not helping nike or under armor or adidas you're you're helping a good dude and uh, you're getting some sweet stuff that looks really awesome so jerry you know what position we're going to next it's just a natural transition but we're going to go with the people's dynasty tight end the 101 overall. Here are the names. Some of these names may surprise you. Some of them will not. Travis Kelsey, George Kittle, Mark Andrews, TJ Hawkinson, or a write-in candidate. This is the first time I think we've positioned this poll with each other where uh, a, a guy in Philadelphia named Zach Ertz was not on the ballot. He does not deserve to be on the ballot. Jerry, who is the 101 at the tight end position? George Kittle by a mile. Uh, Travis Kelsey's good. Travis Kelsey's just a lot younger than him. Um, I would rather have Travis Kelsey in a redraft league, and if I'm trying to win, and especially now that George Kittle's hurt. Um, but if we're talking just I'm drafting a startup at the beginning of next year, I'm taking George Kittle as my 101. It's not even close. Uh, George Kittle, or George Kittle. Um, Travis Kelsey's two, three. I think he's on there for a reason. And it's not Mark Andrews because Mark Andrews is pretty touchdown dependent on a guy that is not great at throwing the ball, um, at least not prolific with throwing the ball. 
and when it gets down into the red zone, when he, you would like to see him doing that, he runs it in, uh, that leaves the guy that I was an eternal pessimist on. Hakamania, man. Jesus, he is the one man that has shown up and done good. So I, it's George Kittle and Travis Kelsey just because he's a super freak. But Hawks there. I think Hawks three. I think Hawks tight end three, which is something I never really thought I would say, even with all the hype that was surrounding him. Uh, I mean, Matt Waldman told me I was crazy when I was – upset that the Lions picked him. You've been a Hawk man. Maddie's been up my butt about Hawkinson since the moment we drafted him and his reaction video of him screaming when we got him. The dude's doing it. The dude's catching touchdowns in clutch moments. The dude's doing everything you want. And honestly, there is just a bunch of tight ends that are just poop. If you would have asked this a month ago, I might have said Johnny Smith should have been in here. Where's that man been? A.J. Brown came back in, and you could put that kid on a milk carton. He has been non-existent. Randy, I we got the same? Are we unanimous on this? We are. Um, it was George Kittle by a mile, but I got to say, it, I, I don't believe a player is injury prone. I believe a way the player plays the game leads them down a path to more injuries than others. Um, as I've heard the uh, as the expression uh Mama didn't raise no bitch. Mama Kittle didn't raise no bitch. George Kittle plays all out 100 miles an hour, and we've seen this in the past. He's still young. I think he's 26, soon to be 27, which is why I have him ahead of Kelsey. But my number two will surprise you, and I've actually moved TJ Hawkinson ahead of Travis Kelsey. Okay, there we go. it's, It's very simple. Travis Kelsey... He just turned 31 last month. Mr. TJ Hawkinson just turned 23 in July. So I eight, eight years younger as it relates to the earth. And yes, Travis Kelsey's putting up about five more points in a tight end premium than, than TJ Hawkinson. But right now, age is a factor. At some point when you're paying your quarterback half a billion, that's a B, Half a billion dollars. At some, and I know they just re-upped him, but I, I believe the contract's very front-loaded. I just know that TJ Hawkinson is, is doing good things. And, um, again, this is not a shot at, at Kelsey. I am not an ageist. Anyone who's ever listened to this podcast for any length of time knows I'm not out chasing. The, All the, they have to listen to you is talking about Tom Brady for the last the, couple of weeks. Hey, man, I love Tom Brady. That's people, what I'm saying. P- p- people think they're getting a 10-game rental. Uh-uh. That's Drew Brees. Tom Brady's going to give you the rest of this year and next year because Tom Brady loves football like uh, like like fat kid Randy loved candy as a, as a child. So um, anyway, you, you, you've you took me off my man Hawkinson. Hey, hold on. Let's, let's talk about Hawk. When do sure. you think the rest of the Dynasty community catches up on that take? Because it's soon. It's It may be this offseason where we're talking Travis Kelsey or Hawkinson just based on age, especially if Hawk continues doing what he's doing. And if that's the case, is now the time? I think the super sharps of the industry have already been on TJ Hawkinson. I don't know they have him as high as I, I, I do. It, that's what I mean. Like I, At some point, if he continues doing what he's doing, this I, man is going to be tight end two behind George Kittle, and he's not valued that right now. I, I will share a George Kittle, uh, TJ Hawkinson story with you. So yep. he was up for auction in the Ultimate Dynasty Podcasters League, and... Uh, I, I lost out. It was down to me and Shane Manella of the Dynasty Trades HQ podcast and Tyler Gunther of the Dynasty Happy Hour contest uh, uh, podcast. Tyler came away the winner. I couldn't pay that when I already had George Kittle on my roster, but that's where I was willing to go. Um, my best Patreon uh, roster, Patreon One, I have both George Kittle and TJ Hawkinson. I've been putting uh, Hawk in my tight end position, and I've been flexing George Kittle when he's healthy. And it's it's not crazy to think the our patron leagues are tight end premium, so to have uh, to have both has has been has been awesome. So no, um, and and other people as well has liked uh, has liked Mr. Hawkinson. So uh, I think we're both in in agreement. I have it, Kittle, Hawkinson, Kelsey. You have it, Kittle, Kelsey, Hawkinson. But our top three is pretty much cemented at this point. 
And not even the next tier. I don't. I don't think Mark Andrews is close I, to them. I, I, I mean, I, I mean, he's there and he's in a tier by himself. But I, I, I don't think he's close to them. I, I, I think Mark Andrews. I think at this point, when you have a quarterback who, over his last, I think it's five or six games, has not thrown two hundred yards, and he. So, so here's Mark Andrews. And again, this is um, tight end premium scoring: twenty five, four, seven, twenty two. 21, five, by week eight. All right. When your quarterback is not throwing for more than 200 and some odd yards a game, it, it, it makes it very difficult. As much as I've been a George, excuse me, a uh, Darren Waller, uh, uh, what's what's the opposite of a proponent? I've been his opponent. I, I've opposed Darren Waller being good, but Darren Waller's your, your tight end too on the season. So I, I, I would rather have Waller. Than, than Mark Andrews, even given the the significant gap in age. But Jerry, we have one more poll. This is the big one. Okay, we've we've gotten like the senatorial races out of the way. We've gotten the governor races out of the way. This is the big one. So it's it's currently a super flex startup. You are on the clock, and your ballot reads like this. Are you ready? Shoot. All right, Patrick Mahomes, Russell Wilson. Christian McCaffrey, I did put down Barkley. I was just, uh, I know maybe the ADP I was using was a little antiquated, or a right-in candidate. Now I know who your QB one is. So are, you're, you got the one hundred and one. You can't trade it. Your your eight-hour clock on MFL. It's winding down. You've got to pull the trigger. Who are you taking with the one hundred and one overall in a brand new startup? I am never, ever, ever, ever. If I get the one-on-one in a startup, taking a running back over a quarterback, I don't want three years of production. So as much as I love Christian McCaffrey, and I think Barkley's okay, um, I would have to go with a quarterback. And if I am going to go with Kyler Murray over Patrick Mahomes as my one-on-one quarterback, I would therefore have to go with him in this situation too. I think Patrick Mahomes is probably the safest option, but I think Kyler Murray is my guy. Kyler Murray's the guy that I want to take that risk on that his upside is actually higher continuously because of all the rushing that he does and because of the offense that he's in. I am going with Kyler Murray Dynasty 101 overall in a super flex, and I don't feel bad about it. I really don't. Oh no, he didn't. Dude is dynamic. Oh no, he didn't. Hey, what, what, what do we like to say? Get your man. And I have a feeling that this time next year, I think it's five or six. I know the number is one of the two. That's the maximum amount of times that a player or I guess team can be in prime time next year. And I, I agree with you. Um, if if I couldn't get a trade done, I would probably take. A little bit of the uh, the the chicken shit uh, way out, and I would go with the safer Patrick, Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes. You know he's he's got a little bit better weapons. He's got a head coach that I trust more. He's uh, he's also in a division, the Wild West of the AFC, where they're going to be continuing to chuck the ball around the ball yard. But man, again, this is this is a, an election based show for fun. But I could look back in, you know, January and, and by the time the dust settles on the 2020 season, if Kyler goes there, I will just say this. I, I liked how you said safest. I like how you said Patrick is the safest pick and, and, and a super flex. And, and if, and if I don't mean this to be negative, but there's going to be a lot of, uh, orphaned teams in the 2021 offseason. A lot of new people were roped into dynasty leagues that had never played or they jumped into a lot more than they should have because they were in lockdown in April and May and they needed something to do, something to take their mind off what was going on. And if you're in a dynasty league, like I'm going to use our patrons, our patron leagues are going to be around forever. Well, because right now we've got, we've got a lot more patrons than we have spots in leagues. I've almost to the point where I've been like, should I offer my teams up? But I know part of being in a patron league is you want to play with the hosts of the podcast that you're, so it's, it's a weird dynamic, but I know that we will uh, add a bunch, a bunch of patron leagues 
in this offseason. So they're going to be around for a while. And when you're going to be around for a while, you've got to make safe investments. So just for that reason, I'm going to lean Patrick Mahomes, Jerry, but I am slowly letting guys like you and J.P. Hurley of the Dynasty Trade Calculator, I'm letting you guys slowly drag me to the dark side. That is Kyler Murray. But, man, this has been a fun show. I hope this has been an hour out of your day that you can think about something other than what's going on in the world around you. But, Jerry, what else do you want to impart on these good people before we uh, before we take this one in for a landing? Nothing, man. Just this is the kind of stuff you should think about. I know it's sort of it's sort of easy to talk about who's 101, but you have to think about what the offseason is going to look like now because now is when you're going to be able to get value and i i honestly i think the tight end conversation is the best one i think tj hawkinson is the best thing we can say and the best advice we gave this entire podcast um because travis kelsey right now his value is out of this world and you can get tj hawkinson and a lot of goodies if you flip Travis Kelsey for him right now, and I think that is not going to be the case in the offseason. I think they are going to be very close in value. Man, just just enjoy your time. It's uh, depending where you're at. If you're Australian, it's about to get really hot. If you're in the north, like most of the planet, it's about to get really cold. Do whatever you do to, you know, make make your life better. Today's going to be a weird day if you're listening on YouTube and it's Tuesday. If it's Wednesday, it's probably going to be worse. I don't know if this election is going to get called or not. It's going to suck some of our lives and some of the happiness out of it. Try and find some happiness elsewhere. And just know that throughout time, presidents have really never been that important. So don't take them too seriously. If I could just say that to you. Hey, and this man's working on becoming a history professor, so he kind of, he's on the way to knowing what he's talking about. I will, I will just say this as it relates to all of this stuff. No matter what happens, no matter who wins, we still have the choice to be kind to one another. We still have the choice to be nice to one another. And we can argue and dog cuss and fight and quibble about our teams, about our players, about how to build a dynasty roster. But, man, we don't have to fight over our politics. We don't have to let the world divide us into groups uh, and, and factions. We're, we're all one people, and we have, the, we have the option to choose to be nice to each other. So on behalf of that man, he is the man of the hour. He is the man with the power. He is Jerry Sinclair. I am Memphis, and you can find us anywhere and everywhere on social media. But until tomorrow, when you'll find me and Dr. Kyle back here talking about some bets, uh, we wish you a good night. And remember, we're just here to make the world a better place for fantasy football. See you next week. Hey, fellow Warzone listeners. My name is Zach Camps. Uh, I'm not golfing or slinging my hands a monster. I'm usually thinking about Dynasty Fantasy Football. A couple months back, I joined the Patreon just to take my Dynasty passion to the next level. And I'll tell you what. Well, let's just say there's writer-downers for days in the Patreon. The member, you get access to the bonus pod where the guys take the filter off and talk about a wide variety of topics that maybe they won't cover on the normal show. You also get access to Memphis and Jerry for one-on-one advice, personal dynasty dilemmas. They'll tackle them for you, help you out with it. You just don't get that anywhere else. But I'd say my favorite part about the Patreon is the uh, the group chat. Tell you what, these guys are some excellent minds tons of fun the fire in there is amazing great platform to post trade questions debate rookie values share insight interact with some cool people from across the globe you know shout out to those guys in australia they're blowing my phone up all the time you know the best part is there's no twitter trolls or facebook trolls arguing about stuff they don't know anything about so uh, if you want to enjoy your dynasty experience even more win those championships pause the podcast right now sign up and you can thank me later in the group chat are you looking for something to set your league apart from those dime a dozen jabroni leagues out there then head over to trophysmack.com and hook your league up with the best trophies in the game today and not only will you get the best trophies in the game today you can get a free championship ring up to a 59.99 value by entering in the promo code dwz ring you pick out your trophy which one do you like? You put it in the cart. You add the ring to the cart. 
you had the promo code DWZ ring makes the ring free and your league is now a step above the league down the street. So if you're looking for the best, you want to be the best in the game, you want to have the best league in town, go over to trophysmack.com, get that trophy, get that ring, use that code DWZ ring and let's have a big season.